girls feel like you gotta spend a minimum three hundred dollars to be with them. I'm like three hundred what? Three hundred dollars. American dollars? Dollars. Please. <laughs> On who? On the first date? Yo, Chad. For what? You're considered a high value man. So, I ladies, this is for, this. You got money? I think high value is based on stream of income, revenue. But I am extremely cheap and financially conscious, so I don't consider myself a high-value man. And you have a lot of money. Yes. Yes, and I'm going to save it, which is why a $300 date ain't never happening. Because what am I paying for, actually? Uh -huh. If I'm at wit's end and I need help, and I'm with you, and you need a $300 date, can she save me? Can she help me? Wow. Is she an asset or is she a liability? Because anybody need a $300 date off rip is nothing but a liability. Wow. I mean, it is. Let's call a spade a spade. I'm with you. The women that want $300 dates, there are men out there that are going to continue to take them on them. That's why the women can always say, I'm not doing nothing but $300 a date. Because there are men that will spend $300 to reach their end goal. We know the end goal is... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple, SoundCloud, Google, YouTube, Amazon, or whatever it is that you do on Spotify. Please go and do that. Mike's out again. My fault. Nah, you good, man. <laughs> that would have been tragic. <laughs> We're too old for this shit at this point. But you can see it's not, it's clearly not recording when it wasn't recording. Yeah, yeah. And now I can see your wave, so I, I know it's recording. Oh, okay. okay. That's, that's why I was like, hold on. I, can, I come, I can get me and not you, but all right, we're, we're, we're better now. This is why we shouldn't just do this in person ever. <laughs> stick, stick to the Skype calls that we're used to now. I mean, that's the plan, but when I can, I will. You, you, remember, you remember the chore it used to be to get together and, and, and to do this? Bruh. Man, we was at public libraries. We were at people's that shit community fun. centers. The library shit was fun. Yeah, I mean, it was nice. I, I liked the library. It was nice because I liked the fact that it was so like it was damn near soundproof in there. It just, yeah. it just, it just felt right. It felt like we were actually doing something. <laughs> and we felt, it felt more official. And you fast forward to today, bro. I swear to God, I hate podcasting. I, I hate what podcasting has become. Because I'm always remind people, you introduced me to podcasting. I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. But what it's morphed into, I hate it, bro. I hate it with so much. Like, it's, I don't think it's going in the right direction. And it's fast. I mean, podcasting has been around, I mean, it's less than 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. And it's, it's not going in a good direction, dog. It's, no, it's, it's definitely over 10 years because we've, we're coming up on, well, we just passed seven years, six, seven years. That we've been podcasting. But I feel like it wasn't... I mean, I don't feel like we jumped on a wave. Exactly. I mean, I feel like we jumped on a wave, but I don't feel like we were like ground level, oh, this is going to be the next big big thing, so let's get on it early. Because like I said, I was familiar with it. All, like you said, I was familiar with it already. But I do agree with you that like the direction that it's going. like Because a typical format that I see right now is like the format of people sitting in their chairs and sitting in a group. That's like three years old, three or four years old. That's yeah. fairly new. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we started, I mean, Dream Champs was already started when we started. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying, bro. You know. I'm trying I'm trying to remember what podcast that I was listening to and was like, oh, this is something we should do. And I, I don't remember. That's right. what, we, we've been around for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've been so, around and for that, a minute. And that, that kind of, like you said, with the direction that podcasting is going, 
it makes me hesitant to tell people I got a podcast. Oh, I don't Cause, anymore. Because they're like, oh, here, here's something. Nah, I've been, I've been doing this. Though. Yeah, yeah. Now I can, I, I can say that comfortably now. And I feel like when people come to it, they be like, oh, they still do it like this. I was like, yeah, we, I, we do it the OG way. Yeah. We, ain't, we're not out here on some attention whore shit. Damn near like, three hundred episodes deep. Dog, I, personally, for me, I appreciate this style more because I feel it's not because I'm doing it this way or you're doing it this way. I really feel like this gets back to the essence of it and it's not about clickbait. I feel like Twitter and social media influences podcasting way too much. And like I said, most motherfuckers are just trying to do shit to get engagement. And they'll tell you, well, that's kind of the point. It was like, that's that wasn't my point. That's not why I'm doing it. Because at this point, the, the vast majority of the podcasts that I listen to are more, that it's, it's really become my substitute for the news. Like, I listen to the Daily Zeitgeist because, you know, it's some news. I'll listen to um, uh, one about e- economics. I'll listen to stuff you should know. Like, I, I'm, I'm more towards an educational thing. Now, you know, I still listen to my sports podcast, but the vast majority of those are kind of news and education knowledge based now. See, now some of them are just, they just slapping the word podcast on them and it's just convoluted now. They're really not podcasts. No, it's like this was this was the radio show this morning. Yeah, it's and, just, and now you said it's a podcast, and this is just a rear. Like, yeah, that, literally, that's all. So, like I said, it went in a, a direction to where um, it allowed people that were already established to just knock out the little guys like us. And it's like, well, it is what it is because I'm not going to sell my soul to get to that to that level because I'm I'm seeing a lot of soul selling going on. That's why people are investing in the type of content they're investing in it's like like you're talking about that shit but is it really what you want to talk about you just talk about that shit because you know it's going to get clicks and then you listen to okay you talked about this then you talked about this then you talked about this then you talked about this like if i listen to one i've heard all three of y'all why am i here and even if we do talk about a popular topic i feel like we come from the perspective of the everyday man from the perspective of houston niggas (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Like, because like, oh, it does take it back to the previous episode. Old girl on the plane, they's like, oh man, she was on drugs, this, this, and this. My perspective was, hold on. If she says he's not real, that's that's you know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm not thinking about, oh yeah, she was this, this, and this. No, she said the motherfucker's not real. That's what I heard. <laughs> like, like y'all worried about what she was on. I'm worried about what she said. <sighs> I'm still trying to figure out how they got lizard people out of all this shit. Apparently, this guy was like one of those tattooed up people, I guess. And she said that his his when he blinked, he blinked sideways instead of vertically. First of all, nobody even knows who she is. They still haven't found her. Because she wasn't real either. That's how she real recognized real and unreal recognizes unreal. Bruh. That whole situation is still strange. Nigga, I was talking to somebody about this earlier. She could have said, this man is racist. This man touched me. This man is a terrorist. They'd have found her then. I would have probably stayed on the plane, too, if she said all that. But if for her to say that a motherfucker's not real, I'm getting off, too. Hey. But, you know, we've covered that. <laughs> we've covered that. Still strange, man. It's still very strange. But th- that's why I believe. And she's very mid. In a good way, though. <laughs> She's a good mid. I'm going to continue to say, mid is not the slur people think it is. I consider myself to be mid. Man, that's not Average. A, and that is regular, not regular. a bad thing. 
people are actually, I know there are people out there that look in the mirror and they know that they're less than mid. That's the problem. That's the problem. And when you when they hear mid, they start trying to figure out where do I stay? Where do I where am I at on that line? And I'm like, eh. you know. <laughs> Deep down, you know. You know where you are. And I think the goal should be to get to mid. At, at least. Let's get to mid. I mean, especially if you're in your 30s and 40s. Being mid, okay, good. Because at some point, I probably was above. You know, I see that one chick that I don't like. She has a podcast. Um, and she was t- basically talking about how she looked better at 27 and she's 36 now or something like that. Uh, I forget her name. But... um. Good. <laughs> you be sending her. That's what I'm saying. I don't really care for her that much. You be sending her. She, I would actually say that she's she's close to mid, but I could kind of say she's probably below mid herself. But I do appreciate her humbleness. I do appreciate the concepts that she talks about. But I do think she's a controlled opposition. I don't. I don't really trust any women that quote unquote represent the manosphere or have red pill content. I don't trust. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. I don't trust none of them. I I think that they're literally, and that's why I can easily separate myself from those guys. Cause I do believe a lot of those guys do despise women. They don't like them. They are like truly Go ahead. Hold up. You're going to sit here on our podcast. Mm -hmm. I need this clarification. Go ahead. This is a question I get about you all the time. And you already know what the question is. What? That's like, does, does Well even like women? And I was like, he doesn't hate women. Like, I don't I don't know where you arrive to that conclusion. He just won't. No, I'm going to let you speak for yourself. Andrew Tate don't hate women. He Kevin Samuels didn't hate women. Charleston White doesn't hate women. Um, Tommy Sotomayor. I don't know if you know who that is. I do know that. He hates black women. He hates them. I still wouldn't even put you in the category with any of those niggas. Because I'm not. Like, Andrew Tate and those guys I named that I said don't. I I could sit here and say Sotomayor, he he hates black women due to the fact that he feels like they're responsible for the demise of the black community. And whenever he speaks and whenever he talks and whenever you see his content, it's specifically to prove his point. And he proves it over and over again. He has valid reasons, in my opinion, to hate them. When I say valid reasons, I, I'm not saying like those reasons are reasons that I would say, okay, I'm, I'm going to take his reasons, I'm going to run with it. I, I, I hear what he's saying. It's based off his personal yeah, experience. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what you say. Or, or his case studies or, or whatever. Yeah, that, if that's your personal life experience, bro, shit, hey, man, it's, I, I, it's fucked up. But, but I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Um, taking them. I think that they just, once again, personal experience, and they would just, they, they literally would speak on shit that would go down. Like, they're literally warning you about shit. And it's like, I still fuck with, they're, they're like, I fuck, they, they fuck, they, when you see them, they have women around them. You, you know, it's like, they may objectify women, but women objectify women. The, go ahead. No, I was just thinking, and that's the thing about like like fresh and fit. They're like, oh, you know, they, these incels, this and this. The way you don't like the way the message is being delivered, and that's that's what it boils down. They don't hate women not, either. They're not lying, but you don't like the way the message is being delivered. The most recent clip I seen, I don't know how old it is, where they was talking about. So, would you rather have a regular woman with no kids or a millionaire woman with one kid? 
And he was like, I'd take the regular woman with no kid. And they was like, why are you stupid? He's like, no, because her money is always going to be her money. And if I give her this millionaire woman with a kid, I build a bond with the kid and she ends up leaving me, then I've lost her, I've lost that lifestyle, and I've lost the bond that I've made with that child. Because I have no rightful claim to stay into his life. So yes, I'm going to protect myself and take the road less traveled. Makes sense to me. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. It's a valid reason for him, so I, I, I kind of respect it. Man, it boils down to this, bro. The reason people think, the reason these mostly women think that I hate women is because a lot of women think when you disagree with them, you hate them. Oh, yeah. It really comes down to that. And, and just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I hate you. Like, I, I, I disagree with my son a lot. I, would, I don't hate my son. I disagree with my mom a lot. I don't hate my mom. I disagree with people's lifestyles. I don't hate them. I have disagree with my grandmother recently. Uh, I, I, still, I love her to death, and I'll still call her, you know, every couple of days, make sure she's good. But disagreements in the way I view my life and the way I think the world should go is that that's pretty much what I give when I give my spiel on women. And I think some of the coolest people in my life are women. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it just happens to be that the women that I talk about. I I choose not to associate with those type of women because I learned my lesson from dealing with those type of women. Those are the type of women I talk about. Now, do you want to hear me talk about the women that I enjoy being around? Well, I kind of feel like oversharing is a mental illness. So I don't talk about the women that I, I enjoy being around because it's nobody's fucking business. <laughs> you choose the women and the men that you like to be around and be around them. Because what you, what a lot of people tend to do is that they follow the direction of the masses. Like that post I posted on um, IG earlier that, hey, people in happy relationships tend to post their partner less often. Because let's say Jay is dating a single mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at all the propaganda saying, oh, there's no reason for, for a single man with no kids to date a woman with kids. You know, this, this, and this. Then I get in my mind, it's like, oh, they're right. But why? Why are they right? They're not me. And they don't give a shit about me. They're sitting out here just kicking anything, doing anything for clicks and views or whatever. And they's like, well, shit, yeah, I wouldn't date a single mom. I wouldn't date a single mom. Nigga, you married to a single mom. Like, you know. <laughs> I did that. I'm married to a single mom. Anyway, hey. but it's like, you can't sit here. I think you've said it before. Love has no logic. So even if you use, oh, logically, you shouldn't. If I fall in love with a woman and she has one kid, two kids, three kids, whatever, and I decide that that's the life that I want to live and I want to take on that responsibility and protect and provide for all of them, that's my fucking business. It's nobody's business until I start bringing them in it or until she starts bringing people in it. And that's the death of our society right now is that it's not Bunny and Clyde. It's Bunny. It's Clyde. It's that other nigga. It's the Jacob, people, Jericho, Sarah, it's Jennifer. It's the people that was working in prison. Lord. It's the people that's you know on Twitter in India at night. It's everybody else in y'all business. And when you put so many people in your business, it becomes their business. That's why that's why Kiki Palmer's on stage talking about she don't need a man. This is this and this because everybody been put in no business. It's an act though. She's fake. It's a it's an act. Kiki Palmer is the same as Beyonce. Beyonce made a whole fucking album and did not go no fucking where. I told you the other day, if I can't verify through an actual source of what's going on, I don't believe it. If I can't get on the phone with Kiki and her husband, hey, how y'all doing? Then I don't believe nothing that's going on. It's you, all the action. And, and you wouldn't want to do that shit anyway. So. Of course not. But the funny thing is, Kiki found a lane. They're like, oh, 
because we stay in such a man, an anti-man society, because this is what could have happened. <laughs> After that little incident happened, because I know for a fact this is this part happened. After the incident happened, she put out a tweet and she was like, I love my man. And then days later, she basically starts going on this this anti-man run. And I, I think I don't I wouldn't do it. But it's kind of like with the whole NPC thing that's going on going on, on TikTok. You got you got dudes out there that's like, hey, shit, if my, if my wife can get on the computer, talk about gang gang and make $2,000 an hour and, and growl like a dog and all she got to do is like, hey, I think it's pimping your wife. But hey, that's I think it's a slippery slope. But hey, if women have that advantage in society to where they can be in a, in a, in a committed relationship and nobody's getting uh, getting flued out. And nobody's violating any. Um, it's not getting sexual. Hey, you're not you're not com- compromising your morals. Exactly. Hey, go ahead, do your thing. Inter- be entertaining online. Make your money because when y'all are married, that that money is both y'all's money. You know, low key. You know, I know the Fisher Fit guy said what he said, and I'm gonna get back to that. But when it all comes down to it, a married couple, man and woman, that's that money is one pot. Like that's I know. That people have their um, disagreements with that, but y'all are one. If, you if, should be. You, if you're in there for the right reasons, then y'all should be one. Yeah, it, it, theoretically. Um, so when I when I think when I think about when I think about that, it's like, okay, like I said, I, I think it's kind of you pipping your wife, but um, long that's just your opinion. <laughs> that's just your opinion. I mean, long story short. Um, I'm just looking at it like you just gotta realize the the, the advantages that that women have in this society and and know who you're dealing with. But um, the the imbalance of society is what actually balances out society. Because a man can't get on. I mean, I've seen like on TikTok where a guy's doing the whole NPC thing, and it's just not the same. It's not the same. A guy out there selling feet pics is not going to come close to what a woman selling feet pics is. Yeah, it's just not, and that and that imbalance. Given the okay, well, I'm gonna go into the workforce, and you know, I might be at Hewlett Packard, and I'm probably gonna get promoted faster than a woman, or you know, because I'm a good old boy, and you know, oh, me and me and Brad and Chad, we go tie one on and get fucking hammered on Friday nights, you know. The imbalances, but balances things out. So my conspiracy is, Kiki and her husband are taking advantage of the fact that women are the largest consumers in society. When it comes to consuming, women consume the most. And if I'm with a woman that's an entertainer, and I know that she can go on this anti-man run and make us millions of dollars, I'm going to support that. I'm not going to lie. And I and I wouldn't even be mad at him for supporting that because he's like, guess what, you know that's that's still my chick. We still have a child together, and you know eventually at some point, you know we may get married, and that money that we're gonna be one. So her success is my success. That possibly the the Beyonce Jay Z route. I think that's what they did. I I, I mean the Beyonce Jay Z marriage was a business thing anyway. I I tend to believe you're at the pinnacle right now. She's at the pinnacle right now. It was perfect. It, it, it was on some Game of Thrones kind of yeah. shit. Like, hey, this is where we're marrying these two families to to be stronger. It, it was, and I and I so strongly believe that to the point where I I really was 
agreeing with people back in the day before when Blue Ivy was born, and people was like, "That's not that's not his kid. She didn't really give birth today." Like that was a huge conspiracy back then. <laughs> that motherfucker's not real either, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Blue Ivy is goddamn Jay Z twin. <laughs> he, he that's a test too, Bruh, you know. So I'm like, hey, you know. So yeah, so that's kind of my conspiracy on that. And I mean, do I respect it? I respect it from a from a standpoint of survival because I really think that you know people being in love with each other is very rare these days. But if people can figure out how to become teams together and survive together, I respect it. I mean, that's I think that's what they're doing. Because since then, what have you heard from Kiki, from Kiki? I don't know the guy's name. I hate to keep saying uh, Kiki's BF, but I haven't heard nothing from him. I think he good. I think he like shit. I'm gonna let her do her thing. I'm winning. And even and even. With that, it's like, why am I not looking for somebody that if I'm married, if I'm marrying them, it's not really for survival necessarily, but for the betterment of myself, whether it be financially, whether it be mentally, whether it be physically or any kind of other 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 stabilizing factor in your life. Like I'm not I wouldn't marry somebody to cause chaos and disruption into my life. I would marry somebody that's like this is a person that I see myself being with forever that's going to balance me out, that's going to keep me grounded and make sure that I'm on the right path every single time. And then, like we talk about, you know, a lot of women you can't tell nothing to. Even a lot of men you can't tell shit to. You'll tell them something and they'll just naturally do the opposite because they look at you like, hey, I, yeah, I can't tell this person shit. This person ain't going to listen to me. Or I'm a grown-ass person. You going to tell me this? No, I'm, I'm going to listen to what my best friends say. Or I'm going to listen to what you know whoever says. Or I'm going to listen to what Andrew Tate says because Andrew Tate knows me personally. And you know what he says that I shouldn't let a woman tell me shit. So I ain't going to let a woman tell me shit, you know? It's like you, you come into this, men, you bring this mentality of everybody else. On Again, back to everybody else that's not in your relationship. Like, yeah, sometimes people drop, drop jewels. But my relationship will never be the exact same as any other relationship that I've had or any other relationship that anybody else has had on this planet. So you might say, hey, 99.9% .9 of people that do this have a successful relationship. That could be true. But in every case, there's going to be some exceptions. Now, you can't bank on always being the exception. But in some situations, it's going to be the exceptions. Some of these cucks have nice relationships. And them being cucks is what keeps their relationship together. I mean, some of them are happily cucked. Some of them are happily cucked. I don't believe Adam 22 is, though. I also believe that I'm, my conspiracy on them is um, they're definitely trying to push polyamorous cuck culture. They're definitely trying to push that. I still, I'm still trying to figure out how he, his rise to fame even, even occurred. I never listened to his podcast. Don't find the guy interesting. I've always thought he was weird. Don't understand how him and DJ Vlad even um, got into the into the market of black culture to be able to explore it the way they do. But I'm always gonna say. When I see shit like that, I automatically think opposition. These guys are controlled by the CIA. They were put there. Damn. You, you go straight to the top. Yeah, straight up. Dog, no, because you... They... I'm going to keep saying this, bro. Since the 60s with COINTELPRO, people would sit back and they would think that what they were doing, their movements were minuscule and they didn't matter. Bro, you matter. If you're an American citizen, you're a part of... You are a part of the project. Like, you're the part of this social experiment. So, 
everybody in this country matters. Like they're, if they can get to you, if they can tap into your brain, that's what they're going to do. There's no movement that is too small for these people to try to um, invade in order to fuck up some shit. Hip hop is huge. They invaded hip hop now and hip hop is now garbage. They did that intentionally. Like what they're doing, like people thought in the 70s and early 80s, oh, this is just going to be ours. Look at what hip hop is today. It's international. So even back then in the 60s and 70s with shit like Cointel Pro, if the CIA was willing to get into, I mean, the Black Panther movement was just California. And they was, they was already trying to, they were sending motherfuckers in there then. It's like, oh, this shit is getting big. What's going on? We got to get in there. And they sent their, they sent their secret agents in there. So when you think that it's too small, that's when they've already started working. So people thought podcasting was small. Guess what? Oh, we got to send our agents in there. We got to it, whether it stays small or it becomes big, we need to be there. We need the to be part. there. We got to put somebody in there. Like there has to be controlled oppositions. Because if, if this starts going in a direction we don't want it, got to be able to shut it down. And, and and we know that when we get in there, we can we can get in there and push it in the direction that we want it to go into. And if you look at social media in general, when it was smaller, when I think when Instagram Facebook and all that shit first started, maybe in its infancy, in its first two or three years, the ops were sitting there. They were just there. They were like, okay, what's going on? What are people doing? Because <laughs> for some reason, we like to pretend that the ops don't have internet, too. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they're there. Like, they're like, and people, and, and because I, I know the way the average black person's mind is thinking when they hear conspiracy is because, once again, this, the CIA, the, the the narratives, the media, they've trained you to think if it's a conspiracy, it's bullshit. But what have you done to disprove it? It's like it's it's like Tuskegee with syphilis. They just gonna tell us it wasn't real. No proof that it wasn't. But it's like, oh, no, that didn't happen. How how can how how do you know well it just didn't happen? We just gonna tell you that this did not happen. We we know black men that say, oh no, this shit happened. But you just come back and say, no, it didn't. Bruh. Bruh. Just think about just think about your girl catch you knee deep in another bitch. And she say, why are you cheating on me? And say, like, cheating on you? What? Oil? You just said something about some oil. <laughs> you, you, you are officially being gaslit. You're being gaslit. You're being, dog, they do this. They're telling you what you've seen with your two eyes. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. They're, they're. With the whole Barbie Oppenheimer thing, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about either one of those movies. And the only reason 90% of the population cares about those movies is because they were told to. Oppenheimer, the atom bomb, do you care about history? Be honest, Jay, do you care about history? So why the fuck would you go watch Oppenheimer? Just because I simply like movies. But That's one but, reason. But three hours of straight dialogue no action. No action, bro. And little bitty titties. It's not high on my list. Do you know? And I... and, and and with the with the with the with the the protest and everything, you couldn't have those stars out there selling that movie. So you had to turn into where you're implanted in on social media. And oh, I'm just gonna kick it in memes. 
You know, we're, I'm, I'm going to put these memes out here that's going to compare, oh, Barbie, Barbie's only going to do $50 million at the box office this weekend. Uh-oh, they're in trouble. Everybody that went to go watch those movies were a victim of a mass psyop, and they don't even know it. They were duped. Like, Margot Robbie didn't get out there and say, hey, this is a great film. Like, I kept telling y'all in the group chat, I don't know what Barbie's about. I don't know what Barbie's People about. People don't know what Oppenheimer's about. And they were doing that <laughs> on purpose. Oh, I guess I got to go see Barbie to know what the fuck it's about. Like, just, like I, I knew what Oppenheimer's about because I know enough history to be dangerous. Okay. So I knew. But. I, would, I wouldn't say you're the average black guy, though. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm the average Just say. No, no. But I know nothing about the Barbie movie. I know, oh, this person in it. Issa is President Barbie or some random Barbie. Like, okay, you got a bunch of different people playing Barbie. You know, this type of different types of Barbie. Cool, I get it. But other than that, I know nothing about Let's it. Let's be honest. But then, like you said, it's a psyop. That was done intentionally. So it's like, if you get curious enough about this movie to figure out what it's about, and Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock comes around and you ain't got shit to do, I'm going to go see Barbie. In 2023, in your honest opinion, what has more mass appeal? Buzz Lightyear or Barbie? I'd have to say Buzz Lightyear. Which one did better? I don't think Barbie did better did because it? of the psyop behind it. I mean, obviously. I mean, once Buzz Lightyear came out and people didn't like his voice and they had the oh, gay character. Uh, who was it, Tim Allen? Yeah, was it Tim Allen? Yeah, and you know why it wasn't Tim Allen, but that's what I'm saying. Tim Allen got in a little trouble, didn't he? No, nah, Tim Allen's a conservative. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that's why they've been trying. They've been trying to bring Chris Pratt down for that shit, but it's just not gonna work because he's just too likable. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's a, okay. Which one? What, what, I could go another route. Okay. What has more mass appeal? Um, shit, Barbie or Little Mermaid? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, how did Barbie? How, why is Barbie successful? I have no idea. Because of the fucking psyop, bro. People are fucking. They're they're NPCs, dog. They e- they easily consume garbage if it's constantly pumped into their brains. They thought for everybody. They told you go watch Barbie or go watch Oppenheimer, and you got to sit there and be like, "Why am I even making these decisions? I didn't watch Mission Impossible last week. I, gotta, I didn't watch I gotta, Transformers. I gotta go see which one's better. It's a competition. Because they told I you to. What is it? Four and a half hours of film just so I can say that I've seen both and say, hey, this one was better. And yeah, they were right. They're thinking like, for y'all. Like, I understand I understand why people wouldn't have seen Super Mario Bros. I understand why I wouldn't have seen it. Perfect example. I've seen the first movie. Mm-hmm. I played mm-hmm. the video games. I think they even had a cartoon at one point in time. This is ingrained into me. Barbie never had a show, not to my knowledge. Yeah, I think she did, but it wasn't nothing like it. Wasn't, it wasn't, nothing. Once again, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's not a mass audience. The, le- the Lego targeted movie. to females. Yeah. Why is something targeted to feet? Listen, if female-led or female-driven movies are that successful on the regular, why did Ghostbusters fail? Why did all these female-driven movies fail? Or oh, Barbie, oh, Black Widow. The Marvels, the Mar, you know them. The only way the Marvels is gonna be successful is if they can put together a a a, a, a psyop like they just did. And I, I don't want to overuse psyop, but put enough propaganda behind it to sucker you in to thinking that you're doing something you care about when you don't, or to guilt you into not caring. And trust me, this goes back to COVID. What you ain't you ain't vaccinated? Oh no, you need to stay 10 feet away from me and put a mask on and 
basically this is segregation all over again. This is this is medicinal segregation. Like it's it's the, the, those are the two angles. I'm either gonna guilt you into not caring, and then you're you know oh you're anti-feminist because you won't go see a feminist movie. No, I'm just not interested. If you Bar- didn't you didn't do a good job of selling me. If Barbie and Oppenheimer came out in April, neither one of them would clear twenty million. I put my I would I would, I would die on that hill. I would put my life on that. Christopher Nolan is a great director, but he's not known for blockbusters outside of The Dark Knight. And, and let's go back. Matter of fact, while we're sitting right here, I want you to, uh, I mean, the, the the blockbusters came as his name got bigger, but I guarantee you, Dunkirk, bruh, Dunkirk. I didn't see Dunkirk. Of course you fucking didn't see Dunkirk. Dunkirk comes with the same energy as Oppenheimer. Why is Oppenheimer making $80 million? Dunkirk didn't make $80 million in his opening week. And it's the same shit. It's historical content. I didn't see Memento. I didn't see Insomnia. Seen Batman Begins. Okay. I fucking love the prestige. Of course. So then, but, I guess but how much turn. look at Batman Begins opening weekend. Okay. And, and and at this time, Christopher Nolan's already established. He's established already. And you can and after you look at Batman Begins, you can look at, look up Inception too. And it's all gonna support my theory behind the fact that this was just uh, this is their way of trying to to revitalize the, the the theater industry like to make people want to go to the movies again and it worked because people are suckers. Let's see, Batman begins uh forty eight million opening weekend. <laughs> Do you understand who Batman is? And Oppenheimer made eighty million. It doubled everybody knows the greatest, possibly the greatest comic book franchise in history. Same fucking actor. <laughs> Scarecrow it's the yeah, same yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. actor like come on like this and, and like I said Christopher Nolan he's been established why wasn't he able to why wasn't he able to do 80 million then fuck inflation <laughs> I don't give a damn about none of that shit why wasn't he able to have a blockbuster with Batman but you have a blockbuster with Oppenheimer bro I guarantee you 95% of the people I walk into the street right now couldn't tell me Oppenheimer's first name <laughs> I couldn't actually, Bruh. That's what I'm saying. I gotta, I gotta go back to this this text thread because my homegirl she went and seen Oppenheimer and she's like, she's like I hadn't been to the movies and 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 however they got her. I just I just got out of a movie. Haven't been to one in like eight years. Didn't enjoy it. It was three hours long. Feels like I ran a marathon. There was no break, but it wasn't action. I feel sorry for the actors that had to memorize those lines. They were suckered into watching a movie they give two shits about. You basically went and watched a movie about the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. We just we just made a bunch of well, I mean, something did happen. But still, like, no action. I'm down this hill. I think both of those movies, nine times out of ten, were average. And people are just so consumed by the spectacle of the marketing that they just don't realize. They were suckered. I'm not special because I wasn't suckered. I'm just tired of the games. I don't. I don't respect Hollywood anymore. And the thing is, they were happily cooked because yes. they were convinced that this is something that they wanted to be cool or to be in the know, so they can they can opine on the Barbie versus Oppenheimer, the Boppenheimer whole whatever debate for no reason at all. No reason at all. 
I put you put that tweet out there, and that tweet will get. Uh, this is I count views on tweets. You go get your sixty views that you normally get, and nobody's gonna give a damn. Matter of fact, how much did this last Mission Impossible make? Because that bitch was going with the wind. And I'm gonna say it again. With with all this shit. I finally saw Top Gun. Obviously, we was on our way to, to Cancun. I said Top Gun. For me, Top Gun was a very average, stuck to a formula that I'm that I'm familiar with type of movie. Wasn't it, it was mid. And it was and once again, there's nothing wrong with being mid. To be a mid movie to come out in a blockbuster era, it 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 means a lot. So it did oh, over five days, bro. The Barbie did 150. In a weekend, this bitch did two thirty in five days. This shit clear. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Barbie clear, bitch. Come on, bro. What did? What did? Uh, what's it? What's that shit? Harley Quinn. How come Harley Quinn didn't do one hundred fifty? It's Margot Robbie. I'm just saying. And, and, and it probably had a better story. I'm just saying, like, and like, the story was still bad, but it probably had a better story. You're talking about comic book movie era. Like, this is the era of comic book movies. They, the, the the marketing team behind Barbie Oppenheimer, whoever it is, they 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 understand the audience. They know how to they know how to sucker them. That's it. I don't want to keep. I, 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 I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, and, and I just I just want kudos people, to that marketing team. Oh, I hope up. y'all get a big bonus. You, you did that because you had to do it without the support of sending these actors to these different places and just hyping up the movie. You to, had you had to or almost organically create a buzz. They did a great job. I give them more props for that than anything else, because that's what you do. You you Adam Silver with Minyama. <laughs> is he could be the most mid number one pick ever? But guess what? We watch his summer league basketball glued like it's the NBA Bruh, finals. That's that's marketing. Because nowadays the actual content doesn't matter. It's the it's the marketing, it's the advertising, it's how you gonna get me hyped for this. And nowadays, I would say three out of four people are hype beasts now. It used to be hype beasts used to be one out of four motherfuckers that was willing to actually stand in line for some shit because they 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 really wanted. Now shit, these bro man, it's, you, you got motherfuckers willing to put shit on layaway just to be hype beast. <laughs> Crazy, you making four payments on some shit that's gonna be played out in three weeks, Bruh. Nobody's gonna give a shit about Barbie and Oppenheimer by the end of the summer. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else coming out? Blue Beetle. And you see what Blue Beetle's about to do. They already out have the all metrics. All the people you could have picked. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, bro. That shit ain't probably gonna clear twenty million. Shit. And you telling me, Tia? You telling me these little green motherfuckers are not more popular than Oppenheimer? Again, we grew up. We grew up on turtles, so you should. You thinking in your mind, I'm gonna pull a lot of the nostalgic, uh, the nostalgic, um, the moviegoers in, which you might. You gonna get me like that? I don't. Man, I don't. I probably won't see turtles in, in the movie theater. I can. Let's say if I had money right now, and I say, you know what, I want to repeat the success of Oppenheimer because I believe everybody's so interested in Jewish scientists. Who am I gonna pick? To be the Jewish scientist that I want to do a buy up on, because I know it's gonna clear eighty million. Because everybody loves Jewish scientists now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick Einstein. Yeah, Einstein, but we ain't gonna clear five million. Cause nobody's <laughs> gonna give a fuck. 
and they know more about Einstein exactly. than they do about Oppenheimer. Good lord. That's where we are, bro. This is how it is now, man. Just... The death of society is gonna is gonna fall in the hands of people just slowly becoming NPCs and not realizing it. And it's and like you know, this horse is so fucking dead, but we keep beating it. I'm gonna beat the fuck out this horse. Cause all we've been telling people for a long time is just think for yourself. Please. That's all that's that's all we've preached. It's all just think for yourself. We might come in and we might co sign a popular opinion. We might come in and we might go against a popular opinion. But we always encourage you to think for yourself. I'm just asking questions. I'm not even saying I'm right. <laughs> and you're good at that too. I'll just you're ask good at questions. that too. Because I'll come at you with something and you'll ask a, a question that I wasn't ready for. And then it's like, it changes the whole perspective of how you look at it too. When you just get that right question that makes you think for yourself. Why do you care? When I sent you the thing earlier about Monica jumping off the stage to, to fight somebody that, that she said was being domestically abused. Thumbs up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. What, what, what are you going to do? Like, she jumped off the stage. She, what, what, am I supposed to celebrate her for being some type of superwoman? First of all, if I... Like, okay, let, let me pretend I care now. Why, why, he, why he hit that woman? <laughs> why are you in that business? <laughs> When did the camera cut off? Like like we used to say about the police videos. What happened before the Bruh. camera cut off? I'm going to ask those questions. He just out here just beating up chicks? At a, at a <laughs> Monica concert? In public? Like, you just start stealing off on her in public? And uh, the next question I'm going to ask, because you know, apparently I hate women, uh, what would happen if the woman would have stolen off on a man? Would she have jumped off stage then? What if, what if Monica would have jumped off stage and got stole off on too? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is you doing? Relax. You got security. It's all kind of, stop. Stop the show. Hey, yo, whoa, whoa. Uh, cut the music. Right there. Security. Right there. No, we're not putting up with that. We're not finna have another Travis Scott in here. No, we, we, no, no. Why my nigga Travis get astray like that, bro? I don't know. Have you heard the new song K-pop with him, Weekend and Bad Bunny? No, no, no. I, I seen. I saw it, but I ain't listened to it. It's, it's a bop. Oh, okay, okay. I still don't know what the fuck Bad Bunny's saying, but you know, <sighs> he skate on that hoe. Oh, he do? Oh, he's skating on it. In Spanish? In Spanish. Okay, okay. The weekend to spoke some Spanish too, I had, I had to get it translated. Oh, okay. Because the weekend be speaking in Spanish too. He be trying to be fly. Oh, you didn't watch The Idol. That was just me and Keith that watched The Idol. Nah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Weekend's a character, though. He, I mean, he, he's, he's a character, and I was like, I'm, I'm glad that. I, I, he, yeah, he's a character. Yeah. Even the whole last run he did for the last album where, with the whole face, the band. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. yeah. He's very creative. I mean, very for creative. me, he's top five for me like I, I enjoy I, I don't really watch TV like that anymore so it's easy for me to like of course I didn't watch the idol I mean I probably watch it one day but I mean I still ain't watch what was that the Game of Thrones I mean I never finished Game of Thrones I fucking hate I I went out I went I hate that was a hype train Game though. of Thrones that was a hype train I hate Game of Thrones I feel like that is some of the worst TV I've ever watched in my life it was I hate it it was so gay like, I, was, I hate to wow. say it. Wow. It was so gay. gay. I'm like, this is gay as fuck. Like, people like this? And I'm like, okay. I, I guess. But it was about being in the know. Everybody's talking. I wasn't on Twitter oh, either. So, Do you know how much flack I get for never seeing a Harry Potter movie, never reading a Harry Potter book? I get so much flack, especially for my sisters. I can't believe you never. 
When did Harry Potter come out? I might have been fucking bitches already. Like, that might be... No, nah, like, you was in high school. I might have been fucking bitches already. <laughs> I'm just saying. You the same age. We the same age as them. Like, we're the same age. Like, yeah, yeah. Y'all was... We grew up with them. Y'all was reading books. I was... I was, I was yeah, I, I, I understand. You too cool. I was in the cracks. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I don't even... But it's like, I get so much flack for not reading Harry Potter. Harry because Potter. I didn't jump on that hype train. Harry Potter wasn't gay. You... <laughs> I'm sorry. What, like, was he knocking off Hermione? Armani, he, that, was, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. That was old buddy. What's his name? Yeah, Red Ginger. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was old Ron. That was Weasley. Ron is He's a great actor. Ron's, Ron's a, you clap I would actually say guy. he's a better actor than, than Radcliffe and, and Emma. He's pretty nice. It's, it's, this is what I hate about... about Being typecasted. Yeah, exactly. Because this is the only way that you see them. It's unfortunate. You get into a more mature role. It's like, whoa, what is what is Harry Potter doing out here doing drugs? Like, this is Harry Potter, you know? It's like, she killed Beauty and the Beast, though. Yeah. I fuck with Beauty and the Beast. I ain't gonna lie. Once again, nine times out of ten is better than Oppenheimer and Barbie. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet. This is officially the movie cast, but, by the way. <laughs> but but Bar- Beauty and the Beast was very successful. Because, once again, from a mass, stamp, a mass appeal standpoint... You know, and, 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 and it stuck to the script. Wasn't no drama behind it. Cast a white chick, the beast, CGI, keep shit the same. Personally, I mean, I know Disney is behind a lot of bullshit right now. And they're purposely trying to reshape the culture and make society see things in a different way. Because I see, like, Snow White is trending. And people are trying to understand, like, well, the concept behind Snow White was, you know eat the poison apple, this prince comes and saves her. And then, like, if I'm not mistaken, the evil prince, the evil queen is supposed to be jealous of Snow White, right? I think that's how it goes, if I remember correctly. Gal Gadot is everything but mid. She is not mid at all. Like, she is breathtaking. So, to have her be an evil queen jealous of this chick that I saw, I was kind of confused. I'm like, y'all gotta get somebody better than that, because Gal is, she's exceptional. I'm gonna agree with her. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah, Gal is exceptional. I, I almost said something that was going to need to be said. Oh, hey. that shit was going to be bad. Gal is something else. Hey, man, like I like I told you, the best part of the Flash is when you got to see the, a little booty cheek hanging out the bottom of the little Wonder Woman skirt like this. Like, that was such a waste. It's a, it's already on um, IPTV. I seen I seen it today. I was like, man, was that like a, a month? Usually, it's that whole need to be on DVD. Hey. With it, with the with the deleted scenes, and I still feel like I expected like that looked like CGI day one to me. CW's Flash me. had better CGI than me. oh so much better, mm-hmm. and that's what bothered me. Like as much as you spent, where did you spend the money Shh. on the on the Ben Affleck and, and Gal Gadot um. Cameos? Shit, probably George like, Clooney cameo. The George Clooney? <laughs> hey, he pulled, he pulled up in that fucking machine, though. Hey. That car was clean. That, that's probably where the money went. If I could whistle, I'd whistle. That car was that clean, though. Hey. Hey. That's probably where the money went. Just saying. That's. I, and, and, like, and like, I remember t- us talking about it, or at least Keith, especially, talking about, like, hey, this is. This is DC's comeback. Like this is this is the this puts you back in like all right. You know we laid a couple of eggs. Now we finna go toe to toe with Marvel. Mm-mm. 
like Marvel's declining and you just dropping a little bit faster than they are just to stay beneath them. Like you're not even coming up to catch them if they decline. You just dropping faster than they are. Man, it's, it's embarrassing. It's sad. It's uh, and they're hoping Blue Beetle's gonna do something. I'm like, at this point, y'all better hope Aquaman do something. Yeah, should, well, somebody should just did Static Shock, Bruh. Bro, it's the, and, and Aquaman doesn't even have a villain. Like, he's fighting global warming or some wild shit like that. Come on, man. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't know. Everybody's on strike now, so maybe they have to change that later because, you know, we finna, go through a, we finna go through a drought of, of not getting shit. They all need to be fired for the bullshit they've been putting out for the last five years. <laughs> they deserve, they can stay on strike forever for all I care. I don't feel sorry for none of them because they've been putting out garbage for the last five years. Maybe that's like, hey, if you pay us better, we'll start Coming up, we're gonna keep, we'll give you our good ideas. We're nah, we give you all our, our bad ideas. I'm gonna go to Chat GPT, and they gonna probably write some shit better than y'all. Quiet as kept. Straight up, y'all are garbage. It's pure trash. And, and this is okay. We briefly talked about this, but since this is a movie cast now, <laughs> I don't feel bad when y'all are showing these these um, pictures of these residual checks that you are getting or or are not getting. Like, oh, I got here's twenty seven checks that add up to be twenty dollars. Man, you should have negotiated better. <laughs> that's, that's all. I, that's all I can say. You should have negotiated better. What it come down or to? when you got to the height of the show, that's when you should have renegotiated. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, streaming's on. The, like, where, where, where are your people that work for you? Like, hey, you know, this shows. You know, they started going into streaming. They started losing money. You know, you it might be one time where you know they possibly can't write you off at this point in time, or we don't think that they can. You might want to renegotiate now. What the running backs doing in the NFL, bro? If I was a, if I was an NFL running back, it, it's, it's me, it's Saquon, it's uh, I think Melvin Gordon just signed a contract, but um, Austin Eckler, um, Derrick Henry. All right, find him. We we out. Get the scabs. Get the scabs. The score is going to be 55 to, to 45 because you just got to air that hoe out the whole game. You still going to sell? All right, cool, sell. I'm look, out. I'm not taking a single sell. Look, man. If you if I manage my money correctly, I don't need to go back. The funny thing about the NFL running back narrative, I didn't know anything about it until I got into fantasy football and I started paying attention to it more. And they, you know how they would be like, oh, you know, the average running back, you know, they last like four to six years. I'm going to have to say, with that being said, they need to negotiate better. Because if I know I'm only giving you, if you feel like I'm only going to give you five years, shit, right, off the, right, right after my first year, after I proved myself in my rookie contract, shit, I'm holding out. Yeah. You feel to have to give me more money. Because that. my trajectory shows I'm about to be that guy. Adrian Peterson, he did 12, 13. Frank Gore did like 12, 13. Like, it's a lot of them that do more than four or five, but they let that narrative fester and sit there. And, and they sat back too long. And then, if you bring up Austin Eckler, I mean, I consider him more of a halfback. Half like, he don't even run the ball. So yeah. his longevity is going to be easily more than a Derrick Henry or Nick Chubb. He put himself in the conversation, though. He, 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 he really just did. wanted to be included. Yeah, That's what it was. which I'm glad. Yeah, really, because, like, really, I'm like, bro, you don't even you – you, you ain't one of us. <laughs> like, you're not a running back, you know. So the running backs like the, the, the bell cows, I feel for them because, I mean – they probably only gonna do five, six years, and then you're gonna see that decline. Some, you know, obviously the 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 the, uh, the pro bowlers are showing that they're gonna probably give you eight or nine. But the reality is, I mean, the narrative is kind of right. So with the narrative it being a stereotype, with it being right, I feel like they should be they should put in, put themselves in a position for the incoming running backs. Like, hey, 
as a running back, because y'all are so devalued, y'all should only have to honor y'all rookie contract one year. And after that, y'all should be able to renegotiate because y'all are the one. It's certain teams where running backs are bringing in the money. Who's coming? When Derrick. you go to Tennessee, who you coming to see? Exactly. That, that team is built around Derrick Henry. The New York Giants are built around Saquon. Daniel, jo- Daniel, what's his name? The quarterback? Daniel, yeah. Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones mm-hmm. had a spark. But other than that, like he had a spark that got him paid. Respect. But other than that. That, that white boy can run. Saquon stays injured a lot. It's hard it was, to It was a year and a half. Yeah. Which, once again. He's in a position where, like, I'm healthy. I've proven myself now. I'll probably be fine moving forward. Who knows? I, I'm going to hold out till I get my money. If y'all don't want me, I bet. Somebody's probably going to pay me. Saquon brought me a championship, so. He he, he, he turned up, bro. He and, turned but, up. but that was the thing, too. Like, I had Saquon. I had Dalvin Cook. Okay, notable names. Travis Etienne. You can, you can slip into a, run, a good running back. Can. And that's why they treat them like that. You can. I can slip into a good running back. But they're not looking at longevity, though. No, no. Because I, I really feel like there are some running backs that have seven, eight games, and then they disappear. Like, honestly, when is when was the last time Melvin Gordon was, like, exceptional over a whole season? Since the Chargers? David Montgomery. Come on. This is my nigga Zeke. Nigga's done. He's a backup. He's about to be a backup to the nigga that was backing him up. And then, and the thing is, they already gave your number away, so you're going to have to come back to a different number. Damn, that's tough. Back up and a different number? I think I just, I, I, That money too good. Ugh. That money good. Yeah, money is good. And then you probably got to work less in the same position? Shit, man. He's already done what he had to do. He I think people forget that about their jobs. At the end of the day, it's a job. Yeah. Once I do what I need to do at my job, Cool. Like I, I, I work with I work with guys that were high up in my company that get demoted, but then they tell me behind the scenes, hey, I'm still getting paid the same. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Shit, I ain't tripping. Yeah. Shit, I gotta answer you, the source. You you had to go a different direction. All right, cool. I'm what you want you want me to say I took a step down? Oh yeah, I'm taking a step down, focus on my family, this, this, and this. I've had people at my company retire and then three months later pop up at a new company. And it's like, did you really retire? Did you really retire? Again, asking the right questions. Did you really retire? Because, hey, you, who are you, Jordan now? That's all it took? Three months? You Tom Brady? All it took was three months? Like, now nah, I need to come back to work? Because you were high up. You were making McDonald's money. I don't know. It's none of my business. I ain't retiring anytime soon. That's the same way I feel. What's that shit name? Carly? Carly what? Carly. I have no fucking clue what Look, last bro. name is. Look, that Carly situation... Do we want to talk about that? I do because I thought about something. Yes, I do. I realized the reason Carly why. Carly Russell. Carly Russell. I realized the reason why when I the thing that intrigued me about it the most was the fact that she was she why she pulled over. Can you pull up the article real quick? I want to make sure that I'm, I'm getting this right because I, I I hate being fact checked and feeling wrong after. But if I'm not mistaken. She said she saw a baby on the side of the road, and that's why she stopped. And I guess she was on the phone with her sister, maybe. And then the phone went, whatever it did. I went, the signal died or something, and she went, apparently went missing. Russell went missing shortly after calling 911 on July 13th to report a toddler in a diaper walking along the highway. Police said Russell mysteriously returned home on foot around 10.45 p.m. two days later. You know why people believe that story? 
Because modern parenting is so fucking shitty. <laughs> what about that story doesn't seem real? All of it. A baby in a diaper is two, th- two, three at the latest on the fucking side of the highway. You're saying that you don't believe that. No, I mean, no, babies in diapers are, are out in the quote unquote wild all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. But the side of the highway is the is the reach for me. Not for me, bro. I think, I, dog, when you get time, I want you to read up on some shit. And just read up stories like that, bro. That shit is happening a lot. You're saying the highway specifically? The highway part is where, you, was where they lost me. Nah, bro. Modern parenting is that bad to where I think parents are fucking cracked out of their minds. Doped up out of their minds. You got... You were... Okay, now I'm putting, I'm putting, Pizza I'm putting it together now. I'm putting it together now. Pizza rolls, dog. Like you say, high out of your mind, cracked up. You were probably selling your ass for crack. Selling and feet. And had a baby because you were letting your dealer hit you raw. You had a baby. You don't give a shit about the baby. Okay, I see the math. That's, That's all I'm math. saying. But you know what, what, what it reminded me of? Pizza rolls. You remember <laughs> You remember Dave Chappelle killing him softly? Where he was like, you know, I'm, I was in this neighborhood and everything. And then you know, I looked up. Baby standing on the corner. And I was like, you know, I gotta be responsible. I'm an adult. I say, I say, say, baby, what the fuck are you doing out here? It's 10 o'clock at night. You shouldn't be out here. He said, I'm selling weed, nigga. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Dog, it's no longer a satire no more. She cried wolf. I'm gonna go back and watch it tonight. But I'm telling you right now, in the next couple of months or a year, don't be shocked if you see the shit yourself. A baby on the highway just fucking walking. Because his parents abandoned him. Because they are turning up somewhere. I believe that shit, bro. That shit don't, it, it's not far-fetched to me. No, no. When, when but the, I understand. When the math starts mathing, I got it. I understand if you're just looking at it from a perspective of like, man, come on now. But like, when you sit because, there. But I'm looking at it from the perspective of me as a responsible person. Because in my mind, Kind of, kind of like Carly Russell to a little to her defense. I believe all children should be protected. Of course, you know what? No matter the race, whatever. And millennial so parents. If I were to see a child on the side of the road walking and nobody in fuck, I'm pulling the fuck over too, Bruh. I have a 19 year old. He is old enough to have a child. Damn. If he was to have a child, bruh, that child is doomed. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> With the current mind state of your son. Dude, Gen Z is hopeless. Damn. Straight up. And I love my son to death, but he got a whole lot of growing up to do. Can I say the same thing about myself when I was 19? I look back, bro. I'm like, shit, well, I was different because the pressure was different. The distractions were different. I don't think that I was a better man, but I just think that we had less distractions. Yeah. We didn't have a TikTok. We... MySpace wasn't that addicting. We started early with responsibility. Exactly. Like kids today, like my mom would say, oh, I was babysitting when I was, you know, 12 years old and stuff like that. I had my first job when I was 13. Like we I, we started being responsible a whole lot earlier. Just saying. And, and, I, and, I, and I, don't, I don't put all the blame on him because, you know, I raised him a certain way. And I, I, don't, I don't even want him to think about nothing like that right now until he's like 24, 25. But the reality is... There are people out there that are 19 to 20 years old right now 
that are having kids. Multiple kids. Bruh, I seen one, I seen a, a, a screenshot the other day. This, this girl talking about she 15 with three kids. Talking about she need help. I'm like, first of all. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Yes. You you need help in your, where your mama at? <laughs> you needed help two kids ago. This is the current state of society. That's what I'm telling you. That's why everybody believed it. Because there's a lot of people in the back of their mind like, damn, you know. I done seen some wild shit with some of these kids recently. So if she said she saw it, I kind of believe it. Now, what she did in those two days when she was missing, <laughs> she out of line. Like, <laughs> come on, man. I, I, my, my thing is, I know the motivation was attention. But I'm like, did she plan on getting caught? That was what my thing. I, I don't know if she planned on getting caught. I thought she would just come home and be like, oh, this fanfare, and she had this story to put on the news, and nobody was going to, you know, they, she, she was just going to be, oh, we're happy you're home. That's it. We're, we're not, we're not going to ask any questions or nothing. Like, we're just happy you're home. See, I don't know. Like, what did they discover? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, see, I didn't know. And I, I just seen, like, they, they just, catch, just, like, her, it just became memes. Her search history, she was like, Google the movie Taken Three or something like that. How old you gotta be to be reported uh, missing? Can you pay for an Amber Alert? Like all this other stuff. It's like wow. That's why I just feel like she like she wanted to get caught. Because at this you point, wanted to. It's it's like the woman that that pretended that she won the Powerball a few days ago. Oh god. Like, I, but when I seen that, when I seen that video, I knew that was cap. Oh, I won the Powerball. Why did you need to go into the store to know that you won the Powerball? If I won a billion dollars, let me tell you the last place I'm going around any other fucking human beings. Bro. I'm going around absolutely nobody. My most trusted human, the person that gave me life. I am not going around my mother. You seen that dog mask Drake had on? Yes. I'm going to have that mask on. Walking out the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Same strut. I am going to develop vitiligo like Michael Jackson Dumb. in 24 hours. I'm going to look like that, that character Dave Chappelle just played Chuck Taylor. I'm going to look like fucking Chuck Taylor. Damn. Uh, I be, who? No, you got me confused with the next man. Look. <laughs> look. My name is Charles. Duh. Charles Wellington the first. Damn. Yeah, you got have money like a Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> Attention, bro. Like, I think that's why she did it. it the, that's that's the only thing. That's the only it. conclusion I can come to is attention. Like you, I don't know. Like even if you in a relationship, you trying to dip off with your side. She, she is in a relationship because her boyfriend came out defending her. I mean, apparently, shit, shit. Even if you was gonna run away with your side, nigga. Like what they? I don't even know what day July thirteenth was on. But it's like shit. Every now and then you could go. To, you know, send us a ten days on ago slide on a Thursday. Like what kind of and then you show up on a Saturday? It's like two days later. I don't know if you showed up Saturday or Sunday, but it's like, eh. and it's a it, it's a it's been a lot of stories lately, dog, of people going missing for a couple of days. Because like I said, I, I hoop with yep. the guy, you know, um, I ain't gonna say his name, but you know, I I know for a fact the guy was unhinged. But even with him being unhinged, he still was the type of guy when you would talk to him, he would tell you like, hey, you know, I play minor league baseball. Just had a kid and da 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 this and that, and he was kind of new to the city. And um, but you know for the most part he was competitive. He was he was cool, but he definitely was unhinged. And when he went missing, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, man, 
He the type of dude that if he get pissed off, he gonna he gonna pick up his bags and grab his basketball and walk off. Yeah. And I felt like that's probably what happened that day. He probably got into with his much. wife and was like, "Man, I'm finna get my shit, go to a bar, get fucked up, and he probably lost himself." And then as time went by, he was like, "You know what? This shit don't feel too bad." Logic seeks logic seeks in. You know, and then he was like, "I'm gonna just stay, I'm gonna stay up, I'm gonna stay gone a couple days. Fuck them, they can look for me all they want. I need a break <laughs> because." Because as as much as people are, uh, that's that. Your battery died. Oh, okay. Because as as much as people are pushing therapy on people and pretending like they care about mental health, the more they do that, the more I start to run into unhinged people, bro. I literally had a chick in my apartment complex the other day. I was outside working on a car. This chick pulled up on me, bro, and she was like, "Hey." How do I get out of here? Please tell me how I get out of here. I'm about to spaz. I'm like, you about to lose your mind because you can't get out of an apartment complex? Like, you probably drove around once. Like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Go this way, take a right, and bust the left, and get the hell up out of here. Why are you about to spaz out? Quit making lefts. <laughs> Make a right. You made three lefts, and you've gotten back to where you were. Make a right this time. Therapy, therapy, mental health, this, all this, it's leading us nowhere. It's not, because it's not the help that people want it to be, and they're not treating it like that. Again, it's a level of manipulation. You're wanting somebody to tell you what to do. You're wanting somebody to tell you, hey, go watch Oppenheimer on Tuesday, watch Barbie on Wednesday, call your ex on Thursday. That's what you want somebody to do. You don't want somebody to say... Do you really care to watch these two movies or are you running from something? Next time you have a conversation. Are you, going, are you calling your ex because you truly miss them or because you can't get anyone else? Get to the root of the problem, like for real. Nobody's trying to get to the root of the problem. They're just co-signing the bullshit. And, and I'm, I'm going to say it again. I, 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 My main knock is always going to be on the push of modern therapy. I think therapy in different forms is great. It's the way people are pushing it. I don't think it's genuine at all. Like, I just, you know, because even after they were coming at Jonah Hill and them with the, we'll talk about the therapy speak, it still to this day baffles me that I don't think that we've come to an agreement of what a boundary is. No. And I'm like, I don't think that y'all realize how manipulative y'all are being. And to manipulate, it's technically therapy speak. But if you're not a dumbass, you know what therapy, I mean, you know what manipulation is. Like, it's a regular fucking word. Boundary is a regular word to me. I don't even think any of this shit is therapy speak. But because we've entered a society that is so fucking brain dead, people don't just realize that these things just happen day to day. And because you're an NPC, you don't recognize. I, I look at it like this. You'll say, oh, I want somebody that's going to therapy. That's somebody going to therapy. I can go to therapy and not do anything. I could, oh, you know what? I like somebody to go to the gym. I like somebody to go to the gym. You know what? I go to the gym. Let me tell you what I do at the gym. I walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes while, um, while Will of Fortune is on. As soon as Will of Fortune go off, I leave. But hey, I go to the gym. I go to the gym. It just by simply saying, I want somebody that goes to therapy. I want somebody that goes to the gym. I want somebody that respects my boundaries. What the fuck are what are the actions? 
What Tell are your on. What are your boundaries? People actually say that, huh? What? They want people that are mentally ill. <laughs> I, I want somebody that's got men that have gone to therapy. I want men that have gone to therapy. Why? You don't. He's not going to have this great awakening that you had by going to therapy. Of okay, I needed a leader. That is the. Let me let me tell you the thing about men. We will do some of the dumbest shit for women. Some of the dumbest, and it may not even be a woman that's interested in you. It might be a woman that looks good and she's just trying to convince you of something and we will do it. And that's why there's an imbalance in the market because she may not be even interested in me. But if I think if I buy this many feet pics, she might say, oh, you know what? This is my number one customer. Maybe he could be my number one husband. We have we have that, that, that one switch of dumb logic. And I was talking to my homegirl about this and she was telling about... You know, she's not going to listen to this shit, so I can, I'm not going to use her name, but I'll use the, the real story. She's telling about how her husband, like, he works on an oil rig, but, like, every night, he's like, hey, babe, I'm, you know, can you send me a tit picker? And she's like, you know, he's seen my titties all the time, you know, we've been married for 15 years. Like, yeah, but shit, a nigga like to see a titty. And if he can see titties that belong Hey, can I him, stop you right there? Go ahead. Okay. So I was in the gym again. I was talking about, I was in the gym this morning, right? I had a question for you. What do you think extends the life of a woman on the on the market? Fake tits or makeup? Oh, that's tough. I was because I was peeping something in the gym today. I was like, damn, like you know, yeah, if you can do your makeup well to where it doesn't look fake, doesn't look like drag queen, right? That's that's tough. I think the fake tits extend them longer because I noticed something today on this this this, this chick. But you don't want bolted on just like no no. If they look right, if they look right, it's interesting because that per- they stand out more like that. They like because if they're already mid and then they get fake tits, it's like oh man, you're looking at them a little different now. But once again, you're, you're objectifying them. But it's like huh, they, they adds a sexual quality to them. Like oh man, she look nice. But then the makeup for me, it's like well. If you don't look good without makeup, I'm not going to be interested in you. Yeah. The tits are there. Because a lot of times, it's a lot of women that, if they had a better set of tits, you would look. You'd be like, hey, I'm, my interest level is a little higher but now. But it's, it's kind of like that, that situation that we were in where it's like, oh, there's no way y'all are in y'all 30s. There's no way. You know, y'all got to, you know, at, at best, y'all got to be in your, your late 20s. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know. That's what prolongs a man being, being physically fit. Honestly, so yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Is it is it just we can't make up? I mean, we can we can grow a beard some of us, and that helps. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it. so you get back to your story. I, I just, it was interesting that you brought that yeah. up, but uh, I just yeah, that's a good ass question though. Because I I really think when it comes, I mean, because even like lip fillers, I don't give a fuck about lip fillers. I don't either. If your lips are thin as shit, they're thin as shit. I don't you, eyebrows at y'all. Y'all shave your eyebrows off to buy new ones. To get a tattoo. Though. To get that that shit is ugly. I don't care about those either. The asses they look disgusting to me. I've gotten to the point where I see so many fake asses now. That shit is nasty to me. Yeah, and I'm like, not an ass man anyway. It's, it's like what fake asses on sale. Like, but the tits, there's so many of them. I'm not an advocate for fake tits, but I can actually say that that is a better investment for a lot of women. Versus what I've been like noticing when I see certain chicks. But anyways, even with even with, nah, nah. and I'm not telling chicks go out there and get fake tits. I just realize like y'all wasting y'all money on a lot of shit. Makeup is a waste of money. 
But I don't care I mean, what anybody we says. We start talking about my favorite subject, tits, and <laughs> you know, I, and this, 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 this just going in so many different directions because, like, I was I was telling Keith earlier, I, I think we were talking about uh Sydney Sweeney, and he was like, you know, he's like, he's like properly rated, underrated, overrated. I said, well, I'm a tits guy, so you know that's already a plus two for me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I remember. Um, I will not mention this person's name I was talking to talking about. Oh, he was in the group chat. You probably didn't see it, but it was there. But it's like, you know, I like areolas. Like, you know, for some odd reason. I, I like a big areola for some reason. I don't know. So that's always going already gonna give me a plus two. And girl I was I was dating way back when she was listening to a podcast where I had mentioned, she's like, I didn't know you like areolas. I was like, have you seen yours? <laughs> <laughs> like but anyways, they be knowing. They be knowing. They be knowing. Like, anyways, so damn. she was like, you know, he always want like every night he wants. I was like, I mean, shit. And then she's like, and then he'll send me a dick pic, and I don't really be wanting. I was like, see again, this thing in guys' mind where we will send a dick pic even if it's unrequested. Not frequently, not frequently, but sometimes we will see our shit. We be like, our shit looks nice, and we're gonna send, you know, I, I, I want to show this to somebody. I say, but you're his wife. So he feels like he can do that. Hmm. I don't remember where this started because we got so far off yeah, that I yeah, want to finish yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, please finish because yeah, we, yeah. we run out of time. Yeah, anyway. the, story, the story stuff. The, that's the end of the story. Okay. I, don't, I don't know the point of it because I don't remember <laughs> how we started it. But that's but the end of the story. I'm glad I gave you something to think about though. Titties? Dang. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Because you really... It's healthy. It, it, look, man. I, I'm just saying... <laughs> That's, there's no better way to end. No better this. way. I'm no better saying. way. If there are no boundaries, we we just pushed up against one. Look, I had to because it was it was literally something that was on my mind. That, that's that. I'm still thinking about that. That is a very good question. Because 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 once again we have to remember, and I'm gonna conclude with this: we know women don't do things for for the male gaze, but as I'm sitting here right now, I'm thinking. When I'm looking at those two, because I feel like the average woman, they're in between those two versus, you know, possibly losing weight too. Like a lot of them want to lose weight. So when it comes down to it, you either want to be slim, they want to have a fat ass, they want to make sure they have a nice set of tits, and they want their makeup to be a certain way to where they look young. And I'm if I, when I'm looking at the order of that, I'm like, it's getting to the point where like the some a lot of the chicks that you would look at a lot of times it's probably what they're missing to really get your attention because now every chick has ass. It's overinflated. And it's just bizarre when you see a chick with a flat chest. But you see a lot of chicks with flat. You see big women with flat chest and that's like a big L. But um, anyways. Yeah, we're trying to wrap this up, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Look, like I said, like I said, continue to do what y'all do out there. Uh, we're just two guys. If you love what you do, do what you feel. Straight up, straight up. And um, I mean, I guess I, I just want to make sure that people understand. I, I'm gonna say this again. I, I definitely don't hate women. I hate the fact that I even have to say that. Um, but because of the simple fact that I know a lot of men come across a certain type, men are gonna come across certain types of women. And all I'm saying is, a lot of times when you hear me critiquing what I feel about certain women those are the type of women i try to distance myself from but they're coming the type of women that i enjoy to be around i have nothing to say about them and when i talk 
the things I say don't offend them because their shoe doesn't fit. So a lot of times when the women I describe or I say certain things about women, that the women that get offended, their shoe fits. And and even look at it from the other side of the coin. I believe a lot of women that say they hate men truly don't hate men. They hate what society has 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 turned the actions of men into being. Like the pushback and the and, and everything else is like this is this is what society has made it. Society has shown us that women are you know, a, a, a certain subset subset of women are only asking, oh, if you can't take me on a $300 date, then don't talk to me. If you can't pay for my, you know, you can't cash at me to, for my time, then don't talk to me. If you can't get a meal for my, chi- my kids and, you know, that's what you told, that's what society has turned men into. So now a lot of men think that, oh, you can just be bought. And so, you know, if I get, if I pay for all this, why don't we just skip the middle and just go for what, what I want? So, you know, you don't hate men. You hate what society has made them. Just simply like, you know, men don't hate women. It's like what society has made the new norm. What they what they push, what they made mainstream. Just like, like, like I was talking about when we were talking about affirmative action. Your average white guy that doesn't have everyday exposure to black women, unfortunately, if he goes to social media, guess what he's going to see? He's going to see the... The, the ghetto, loud black woman. Unfortunately, In London, yelling about oh she my trying coochie to get a coochie scratch. Like, scratch yeah. That's what they're pushing. Those are the women we despise. And you can't blame him because like, well, the last black woman I seen, she said, they said that's wild and outlandish. That's not the kind of woman that I like. And that that should, and that, that should be okay with him to say, I don't want that. That doesn't mean he hates the whole species. He's just saying, if, if a majority of y'all are like that, Stay away from me. I'm not trying to be around that type of woman. I'm around the type of women that I enjoy being around. And if the majority of y'all ain't like that, you say, oh, the majority is not like that. Okay, cool. Well, put me around some that aren't like that. So now I can say, okay, that was a one-off situation. So on this podcast, we talk about the mainstream, over-broadcasted woman, the overcasted woman that we see too much. And I mean, that's what I'm criticizing. I don't care for those type of women. I don't like those type of women. And I and I pray to God that any homeboy of mine that's trying to get married, trying to settle down, be in a real relationship, I hope that the woman he chooses isn't like that. Like the like the type of women I I despise personally. He matter of fact, the women I despise, they might like. Yeah, so they got I, shit to do with you. Yeah. So if that's what he wants, cool, but I'm just talking about the type of women I don't like. Just like when they go on podcasts and they talk about the men they don't like. All right, cool. That shit. I'm not that man. I'm, I'm not offended unless unless you call me by my name. Yeah. If you and, and if then you, I'm probably still not offended because you might have said some true shit. And I'm like, yeah, I really wasn't into you fully like that. So those those things that you picked up on were me half assing whatever situation we were in. I'm a villain in somebody's story, and that's fine. Somebody's story. I mean, when, when if I get if I get to the point where, um. You get on my nerves, or I just kind of just get tired of you because I feel like I'm walking around eggshells. It, it takes a lot for me to just like truly cut somebody off. And uh, I mean, shit. I mean, the work. One of the worst, and, and I promise I'm done after this. If I could deal with my son's mother, as long as I've been dealing with her, like none of you other chicks, like fuck y'all. Like y'all don't really, y'all have no rent space in my mind. Damn, was that a straight? <laughs> shit, it was. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's time to get started. Yes. Like, like, like y'all are not that important to me to for for me to hate y'all because I've been through hell with with like with Yeah, it's time to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> do do your thing, so we can get the closest thing. As always, 
as he sips his angry orchard. <laughs> Thank you and you're welcome. You know what you gotta do for us getting with it. Oh man, that was a topic we posted. Anyways, um, this was enjoyable. I'm glad we were able to do this face to face. Um, we'll do it again. Probably not too soon, but soon enough. And uh, with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?